Hello, I'm now live. Welcome. Uh, this is actually the last uh, one of these social, one of these Facebook lives for the month of March. Today's March 30th. I hope it's doing well. And very quickly, we're going to be uh, at um, April come this Saturday. So things are moving along very quickly. I uh, hope everybody, as I said, is doing well. I hope everybody has good holiday plans, Easter, Passover, you name it, uh, or any of the other holidays that I'm leaving out, I think um, should be a, uh, hopefully April will be a great month for everybody. Now, the talk today is on social media. I have to give a lecture at the end of April on social media. So I was looking at starting with one of my old lectures, which I typically do, right? You take a lecture, you then update it, add some things, and I noticed I hadn't given it for a few years literally to the pre-COVID time, which meant that I had to basically start from scratch. So I looked at it, there were some things which was interesting, what I had said at that point, none of it was wrong, but how things have evolved, particularly through the COVID era, but just in general, was somewhat amazing to me. So I found that very interesting. I looked at probably about 80 articles, and I will be producing a talk which will be on CTSS. Um, hopefully I'll record it this weekend, and you'll see that in a few months, which will go into more detail, matching the talk I'm going to give. But I looked at a lot of the articles that were published by us and by other people. There were some similarities, minimal differences, some conclusions. Well, I could ask how many of you use social media. Well, the answer would be all of you, because if you weren't using social media, you wouldn't be listening to me right now, so that makes life very simple in that regard. But as you know from every kid, every resident, every fellow, everyone's on social media because they check in their phones all the time. People seem to not be able to exist without checking what's happened, whether it's your email or your Gmail or your Facebook page or what's happening on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or whatever else you want to come up with, everybody is very socially engaged for hours and hours a day. Now, I'm not going to speak about social media in terms of dating or following the stock market or listening to different points of view. We know all of that is true. I'm going to talk only about social media and radiology, more focusing on education, but there's more than education with social media. So for example, if you look at the Mayo Clinic, or Hopkins, or Cleveland Clinic, or you name the place, they have a Facebook page showing what they've done, what they're doing, interaction uh, with their patients. They have Facebook pages. They have LinkedIn pages. They have Twitter pages. They may have even, maybe not TikTok anymore, but Pinterest pages. Hospitals, medical centers, groups, are all going out there trying to reach out to their patients, to their customers, to their staff, trying to show the best foot forward that they're interested in their patients, they're interested in their employees, they're interested in how people perceive them. It's difficult times and often social media can help make people know a little bit more about you by focusing on some of the positive things what you're doing for the community, what you're doing for your employees, 
what you're doing for each other. Now, I'm not that big on like today, it's the 30th. Many of you don't know this, some of you do. Today's Doctor's Day. Now, some of you, you say, oh, big deal, it's Doctor's Day. And maybe it was Tech Week, you know. The nurses get a week, the techs get a week, the doctors get a day. Eh. Nevertheless, not to, not to sound like Larry David complaining, some places make a big deal. They give you lunch, they give you breakfast, they wash your car, they trim your beard, I don't know. They do all sorts of things, maybe now less than ever perhaps, but it's really this idea of how to use social media to project a positive image of what you do because people look at that and will come up with how they think about you. When you look at the Mayo Clinic, for example, so I'll stay away from Hopkins, very, very well done, very professional, showing you what they're doing. There's stuff on LinkedIn from Sloan Kettering. Luis Diaz loves LinkedIn. But what they're doing, what discoveries they're making, who wrote this, who did that, very, very impressive. Hey, Lewis. Very, very impressive what they're doing at Sloan Kettering using social media as a way of telling their patients and telling the world, hey, we're here, we're doing great stuff. We want to let you know. Other things is really, you know, you, you know that you could, for example, and uh, I don't really know that phone call, but you, for example, could... Um, be, be looking at Yelp, right? Yelp is where, you know, you look at, re I don't look at it, but restaurant reviews, but you should put your radiology group and your hospital in there. You'd be surprised of some of the negative comments on your Yelp page, because people could say anything they want. They could say you're terrible. Truth is on things like Yelp, more people complain than are positive, but perhaps it's good to look and see what people are complaining about you never know, maybe they're right. Maybe you need to fix your parking, your phone system, your communication, your reporting, whatever it is. It's good to look at Yelp. I mean, look, even the world's best restaurants, some people will say there's not enough bread, the water wasn't cold, the water was too cold, the food was too hot, the food wasn't hot enough. To quote Rick Nelson, you can't please everyone all the time, you gotta please yourself. So just cause people complain doesn't mean you're doing things wrong. It's human nature. But again, social media does give people that opportunity to constantly, constantly complain. And people do take advantage of constantly complaining, okay? So that's just something to really think about. Now, in education, what we said and what other people said is social media is becoming very popular in education across the board. Whether it's urology, plastic surgery, oncology, but especially radiology. Radiology, so much of what we do is images. Instagram just simply shows you images. You can do video also, but images. Instagram, you could build and look at cases. YouTube is video, audio. You can listen to lectures from around the world, short or long lectures. You can listen to case discussions. You can listen to all sorts of educational things on YouTube and it's for free. You could look at Facebook. Many institutions, departments, organizations on Facebook are talking about cases, are talking about articles, are talking about protocols, 
are talking about things they're thinking of, educational opportunities. Again, they're going because people go there. The new generation is not interested in opening textbooks. Nobody owns textbooks. They're interested in information given in small bites. For the most part, things that are on social media are small bites. Yes, you can listen to me for 20 minutes on YouTube Live, but you can see in advance how long I'm speaking for. And if you only have a minute, you'll listen to me discuss a case and not give a lecture, unless you want to come back 20 times. So we are training people to go look there. You want to look at cases of the pancreas, you go to our website. You look at thousands of cases. You can look from the ACR for cases. You can look from the RSNA for cases. So there's so many different ways of learning, and it's easy. The learning is following you around. It's up to date. You can look as deep as you want or as simple as you want. You could quiz yourself. You could quiz each other. You could learn things. Education is changing. The classic let's go to Orlando to a meeting as much as I love running courses for 35 or 36 years kind of has worn its way out it was dropping before COVID COVID has raised the cost of hotels airlines guarantees for people like me running meetings to the point that it's very hard to justify running a meeting the risk reward is very high people don't have money in their CPP accounts to go to meetings you can get CME online for free and the groups are pushing that also, people don't get time off for their meetings like they used to. They get time off from work that they could take vacation or meetings. Well, there aren't many radiologists, surely, of the newer generation who are going to say, well, I'm going to take five or ten days a year for my vacation and go to meetings where I have to pay for the meeting out of my own pocket. That is not going to happen. So till we bring back the days of where you get time for meetings and you get reimbursed for the meetings and the cost of the meetings, maybe as a benefit but as a real practical thing i don't see meetings being nearly as successful you all know this because you don't get the meeting announcements in the mail there's a few different meetings that are very good that have survived a few societies that have survived but i would say the volume of meetings going on in medicine specifically radiology probably is 90 percent less than it was just three years ago and meetings even then were dropping off because there was a generational change. COVID accelerated many things, but that's one of the things it accelerated. So social media is the way to learn. It's the way to share. There's certain rules, patient confidentiality, obviously. And you wanna also, if you're putting on social media, think about what you're putting up in terms of the educational content. We put a lot of effort trying to put up stuff that will benefit you, the user. We put a lot of effort thinking about what people want to see rather than what we want to show. If you want to be successful, you need to think about what the user wants, what the user needs, and then produce content in that realm. If it's something people don't want and don't care about, but you care and it's important to you, yes, you can post anything your little heart desires but don't be disappointed when nobody comes to listen when nobody comes to look at it because they just don't care one of the things about the web and social media there's a thousand places you can look for things we try to be really good at what we do 
because we know you have choice. We know you could go anywhere, anytime you want. So we need to make sure you come to our site, that we meet your needs, not that we meet our needs. We need to figure out what is it you want, and we're always asking the question, what is it that we should do? We're redoing our protocols if we go to the website, and we're also posting them on Facebook. So we're doing a lot of things, I think, that are new, but social media is how education is gonna be done over the next decade. The new generation, the new people going to med school and residency, all expect it that way, and we need to make sure they get it that way. So with that, let me stop there. Um, if you go to CT Is Us, the website, if you go to our pearl section, I posted maybe 100 pearls, or Lily will post them on April 1st on social media from many of our articles and other people's articles that I read over last weekend in preparing the talk. And hopefully you'll see my talk soon. And with that, have a great day, everybody.